Welcome to Chapter 2 of the newly rejuvenated Don Paul podcast, Bits of Blather on Weather, Science, and Some Humor. And uh, today, uh, on this gloomy Monday afternoon, we're going to start out with the forecast information. And it's going to be kept fairly simple because the pattern we're in this week for most of the week is rather gloomy, but not terribly eventful. Uh, we've had some lake effect rain showers Monday morning, thinning out in the afternoon. Could be a few snowflakes here and there tonight. The best chance for a little thin veneer of slushy snow could be on the hills of the distant southern tier overnight, not shovelable. And then tomorrow, mostly cloudy skies, which means you may get bits of sun for 10 seconds, but basically another pretty gray day. Upper 30s, but with very light wind speeds. Those temperatures are much easier to take. The best chance for some measurable sunshine, not snow, will be on Wednesday, where we may get actually a period of partly sunny skies, still in the upper 30s, actually the, the low to mid 30s, and uh, a few spots at the lakeshore will reach the upper 30s. Not too much of a breeze, and it should be dry. A warm front approaching on Thursday could bring a few light snow showers, or mixed showers early in the day as the front goes by. We get back up to the upper 30s, but there will be more of a breeze Thursday afternoon. Friday, temperatures moderate well into the 40s. The upper 40s on a good, brisk southwest flow should be a dry day. Saturday, with the approach of an area of low pressure, some rain showers could be developing on what will be the warmest day we've had in a while, quite a while, low to possibly mid-50s ahead of a storm system. And then that low goes by with an indeterminate storm tracked for the low on Sunday. Uh, some models have it going by to our south, which could bring more precipitation to the southern tier. And others have it going by to the north of Buffalo, which could bring us into the cold wraparound winds by Monday that could set us up for some uh, lake effect snow activity. Uh, and that is still a maybe at this point, but it will be turning colder on Monday with temperatures slowly falling through the 30s a nasty wind chill probably in the air, and still the potential for some lake effect snow. The earliest hints I'm seeing in the model I'm leaning with gives us a west flow, which would favor more of any lake effect snow in the higher terrain to the south of Buffalo, but I'll keep you updated on that through the week. Beyond that, some more moderation later next week, and some signs that temperatures will tend to run above average from later next week through the following week, as for the time close to the Christmas holiday, uh, we do not have really reliable guidance. But at this time, my first guesstimate would be the climatology for a white Christmas in Buffalo is not bad, but we may be slipping below that climatology as we approach the Christmas holiday. It's December 4th, folks. There is still time for that to change. Now, let's move on to some geography. Here's the second part of this episode, and that is, where do you live in comparison to where someone like me is forecasting for? What geographical terms should you perk up your ears for? Pardon my ending a sentence in a preposition. There are the North Towns. You've all heard of those. Those are the suburbs in northern Erie County, north of the city of Buffalo, starting with Kenmore and Tonawanda, working all the way up to Akron, Clarence, of course, all of Amherst, Cheektowaga, and uh, uh, Tonawanda up to, to uh, Grand Island, although we don't typically think of Grand Island as a north town. It, it is in Erie County. Niagara County is its own separate area. And generally, as you go farther north, the seasonal average for snowfall tends to drop off 
the farther north you go. Same goes for Orleans County, although Orleans and Eastern Niagara can pick up more lake effect over the course of a winter off Lake Ontario than Western Niagara and Grand Island. Now, the South Towns, a very heavily and often overused term, because some people think Jamestown is a South Town. In the terminology I've been using since I got here, I've been trying to differentiate the densely populated Buffalo South Towns from the more distant South Towns in the more rural sections of Southern Erie County. In other words, if you hear me say Buffalo South Towns, that does not mean Angola, unless I blow the forecast and Angola gets hit, <laughs> and I hadn't predicted that. Uh, that would be the more distant portions of Southern Erie County. The Buffalo South Towns include, of course, Lackawanna, West Seneca, Hamburg, Orchard Park, East Aurora, and um, probably forgetting a couple. But uh, the National Weather Service divides Erie County into two forecast zones. It's the only county it does that for. And the Northern Erie County includes Buffalo and the nearby Buffalo South Towns up to Hamburg, Orchard Park, and East Aurora. Now, Blaisdell is in Hamburg, and that little piece of Hamburg is in northern Erie County, but because the vast majority of Hamburg is in southern Erie County, which begins a little north, <coughs> excuse me, of Route 28, uh, Hamburg would be considered in southern Erie County. But every time you hear a forecast that calls for a lake effect snow warning for southern Erie County, you really need to pay even closer attention, if I'm on the air or some of my colleagues, as to which part of Southern Erie County we're focusing in on. We couldn't do that when I first moved here in 84. The computer models did not have the resolution to zero in on portions of counties. Doesn't mean we're right all the time, uh, but that's the general idea. Uh, there are many lake effect cases where while the forecast words from the Weather Service may say Southern Erie County, there may be further zeroing in within Southern Erie County as to who's expected to have the greatest impacts. Then I came up with a term which has since been adapted by others, and I think I've seen it in National Weather Service discussions way back in the 80s, ski country, which would by definition also include rural Southern Erie County because KB is down there as well as Chautauqua and Cattaraugus counties. Allegheny County uh, is in the western southern tier because of its distance from Lake Erie. It averages less lake effect snowfall than the two counties to the west. Uh, Wyoming County is a little tougher to define and as it doesn't typically get divided up as well as verbally as Erie County does, but Southern Erie County in most winters gets a little more snow than Northern, uh, I'm sorry, Wyoming County. And Genesee County has a dividing line, the eastbound throughway near Batavia. And uh, Southern Erie County on a west-southwest flow can get a lot more snow sometimes than Northern Genesee County. Uh, See, so you get the gist. We are able to zero in, not with total accuracy, but we ask you, and I ask you to please pay attention to the geographical language I'm assigning to the forecast. Because if you live in Angola, uh, last Monday's heavy lake effect snow, which moved slightly farther north than where we first thought it was going to focus, we thought it was going to focus on places like Angola and Springville, ended up pummeling 
the Buffalo South Towns below Lackawanna. Then in central Erie County, which is not a forecast zone, that includes the densely populated Buffalo South Towns, Depew, Lancaster, the eastern suburbs, as well as often South Buffalo. In this November event of 2014, uh, South Buffalo got about four feet, and some of the areas below the Buffalo metro area uh, picked up as much as seven feet. You may recall that. But Depew and Lancaster sometimes get slammed in a wind coming out of a particular direction as opposed to the North Towns. And I'm going to, in future podcast episodes, go into the finer points of lake effect forecasting and explain to you why it is at least as difficult as you thought it was. Now, coming up soon will be a brand new microphone for my podcast, which is on the Spotify app, but will soon be available on other apps as well as soon as I can figure out the RSS feed uh, problem I'm having. Uh, I hope to get it back onto the Apple Podcasts and Google Google Podcasts and a few other sites. So I hope you'll be uh, tuning these in. First seen on my Facebook page, as was the case yesterday. And uh, please tell your friends. The Don Paul Podcast is back. And I'm going to try to do these fairly often so we can stay in touch. Because, you know, I'm only doing six Buffalo News articles per month now. And I need to stay in touch with you people. So thanks for listening this far.